sorry. Hey everybody, it's good to see you again. Back for another day of no excuses because I think that you know when we get all down to it, it's about living a life of no excuses, taking accountability, taking responsibility for our lives. And until we take responsibility and live that life of no excuses, to limited excuses, and being able to eliminate them from our lives, we can't fully live the life that we envision for ourselves. And so today is all about uh, organizing our lives and living each minute, each hour intentionally um, as best we can. Absolutely. Because when you think about life, life is just a series of days and a day is just a series of hours. And so the more productive and effective you can be with your hours, day after day after day, it leads to a life full of achievement and accomplishment and joy and fulfillment. And so that's what we're talking about today is, are you controlling your day or is your day controlling you? Well, I think that sometimes I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking, I'm in full control of my day. And it was like this morning, I get up, I'm jacked, I'm excited. <laughs> and uh, like we, we had in our plan, we're gonna you know, go, go to the office and, and do some study and, and uh, put together uh, some stuff for our business. And I felt so lethargic and drained um, for about an hour. And I'm thinking, what's going on? And I just, I wasn't in control of that hour. And, uh, and so when I look back, I realized what actually happened. I, my alarm didn't go off uh, at the time I had set it for. I went off, it actually didn't go off at all. And I woke up at the wrong time. So I was actually out of sync of what time I normally get up. So my day was totally thrown off. Couldn't coffee, be better. Coffee wouldn't even fix it. <laughs> coffee, food, nothing. He just needed a reset. So that's what we're going to talk about today is what can you do uh, to make sure that you're making the most effective use of your day. So uh, I'm just going to talk about um, sort of what works for me. I live and die by my calendar. I don't do my calendar in my phone. I don't do it on the computer. I do a, f a few things electronically so that Phil can see, you know, where I'm, when I'm needed to be somewhere else. And so he can plan around that. But for the most part, I schedule on paper, pen and paper. And that's what works for me. And the days that I can't find my calendar because I was disorganized the day before, my day just doesn't go right. So when things are going tickety-boo, to use a phrase that my mom used to use, when things are going really, really well, it's because I have slotted out my day. And as boring and mechanical, I guess, as that might sound, when you do it, it actually frees up more time in your day so that you can have more fun and, and do the things that are just maybe more relaxation than actual productivity. Uh, so the more you can schedule, the more time you realize you actually have. And so I start my morning off by looking at things like, I, I don't go right into the schedule, but I look at things like, um, what can I get excited about today? Who needs me to be on my game today? Um, what's one thing I can do to move towards a particular goal today? And so I think about all that stuff, which puts me in the best frame of mind for the day. I'm, I'm light, I'm elevated, I'm feeling good and productive. So for instance, today I got up at six and I was out the door at 6.15. I went for a half an hour walk around the island, came back, felt awesome. My son was up by then, so I just had to get him set up, grab a shower, got all ready, looked at my journal, asked myself those questions, 
slaughtered in a few things, and then boom, I was ready to go for the day. And so today, you know, whatever, it's around lunchtime now. My morning's been awesome. I've moved ahead in probably three or four of my goals, even just one little step. But that's what we're talking about is one little step. Yeah. Day after day after day leads up to a whole journey that you've taken. And so you can, you can track those things and you can move forward towards your goals every single day. And that gives me and most people, I think, a feeling of being in control, of having power, of being productive, and you just feel awesome. I think too, you know, for me, when it comes to planning, I feel that uh, sitting down to plan is, um, it's like I'm just not accomplishing things. And that those, those thoughts are fleeting, but the, the thoughts do come, I'm sitting down, I'm at the kitchen table, or I'm sitting down in a chair somewhere nice, or I'm sitting in my car, wherever it may be, it doesn't, I don't think it has to be a designated spot at all times. But regardless, I'm sitting down and I think, man, I'm sitting down, I could be out mowing the lawn, I could be out fixing the house, I could be you know, emailing someone, I could be building my business. And But when you really think about it, although you're slowing down, the the act of planning out things allows you to take a look at your priorities and start scheduling your day based on priorities. And Catherine and I were talking uh, earlier and talking about, you know, if, if you actually have priorities but don't plan those priorities in, you end up living a life, um, living someone else's priorities or carrying out tasks or spending hours doing things uh, for other people's priorities. And so, um, I had to work past feeling as though my day or my hours is a total waste of time. And I still get those thoughts, but regardless, I still uh, dig into that hour and I feel so refreshed and so accomplished after I've done a half an hour or an hour of planning, either by myself, and I might not have written down a whole bunch of stuff in my, in my book, but I've thought through a whole ton of stuff and may have written just a few things down, but it's allowed me to, to think through uh, what I'm actually going to be accomplishing for that day and looking into the future also. One of the other things I do in this kind of planning is at night before I go to sleep, I'm lying in bed and I'll spend five, 10 minutes. I think it's 10 minutes, but I've probably fallen asleep before the 10 minutes. Three and a half max. But I'm going through <laughs> my mind, my eyes are closed and I'm thinking through uh, some of the things that I've accomplished that day that I'm proud of, that I'm excited of, or it's like, oh, phew, that's done and dusted. And then I'm also thinking ahead to the next day, like, what am I going to be doing? Like, what's going to be on the agenda? What's part of the priorities that I'm filling out? And always with the intention of it's accomplishing something. And, you know, if you go with the mindset of, you know, you're living uh, each day as though you're going to die tomorrow or you could die that day and then also have the thinking I'm going to learn every day as if I'm going to live a thousand years mm -hmm. will help you figure out and understand that sitting down to prioritize sitting down to plan and really put those big rocks inside that container before the sand and all the small things filter down through those rocks your big rocks is what forms the, the entirety of your life absolutely you know it's a great point about the planning because I think so many of us are used to having tangible things to show that we've been productive and that we've moved forward. So, you know, I just think about, I don't know, the kitchen, because we're all at home right now. So the kitchen, 
I love cleaning the kitchen because there's a start and an end. Seriously? I really do. Okay, I, didn't, I have not seen this. <laughs> Uh-oh. I just... I'm just let, kidding. I just <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. But I like it because in about a half an hour, it goes from a disaster to clean. Right? Yeah. And so it's a, it's a very visible, tangible thing that I know I've done something. Yeah. The same as like the laundry. I love seeing a pile of folded clean laundry because I know I've done something for the day. It goes from a mess in the hamper to clean and tidy and put away. Preferably Versus all. me planning. Preferably all in one motion doesn't happen. Right, like versus me planning. I'm sitting at, at the table. That's right. And I've done the stuff for half an hour or an hour, but feel like I've accomplished nothing. But at the end of the hour, I usually feel pretty darn good. It's usually getting those thoughts going into right. that planning session. But the reality is you, you, you need the planning because it's, it's like you're setting up a blueprint for your day. Because the days that I don't do that, because those happen, we all have those days, um, before I know it, it's supper time. We call it, I call it the witching hour around the house because the kids are hungry and it's late and it's just kind of chaos. Before I know it, it's supper time and I really have done nothing and I really have done nothing I've done no planning I haven't exercised I haven't read a book I've just been pushed around by whatever happens that day and it's a terrible feeling for for me and I think for most people but if you if you value accomplishment and if you have goals that you really want days that you don't move forward in them are a little bit hard on the head and so um, I try and have as few of those days as possible but they do happen, and the days they happen, it doesn't leave me feeling particularly positive. And then you go to bed, feel like, oh, I wasted the day. And then it takes extra energy to shift back into positive gear. So it's always just easier to keep the momentum rolling than to lose the momentum and have to start over again, which is what happens um, if you let your day just slip away and, and you really get nothing done. Like one last quick example before we dig into a few tactics and strategies around planning your day. Like if you were to go to work and you turn up to work and you, uh, you don't own your own business and you're, and you're not the boss, but we're an employee and you turn up to your place of work, I don't think your boss would say, hey, you know what? Do whatever the heck you want, whenever you want. You don't even have to plan anything. And matter of fact, I don't have anything planned for you. I was just figured that, yeah, we'll just see how everything goes. And how much of a disaster would that actually be? And so when you look you know, further into that, when someone hires you to do a job at your place of employment, they expect maximum effort. They expect maximum effectiveness and efficiency, and they expect things to get accomplished. And not the opposite of never getting accomplished, never being effective, any of those things. And so typically what happens is the business or the boss, the manager, or the employer has a plan of priorities for you to carry out from the minute you turn up to when you take your breaks, to the next break, to the next break, and all in between those breaks is designed, is a timetable, a plan for you to uh, work through a particular task to accomplish an end goal for the company, which would be uh, to, maximize profit and, and really increase the, the margin between expenses and, and their profit. And so, you know, if you think about running your life as a profitable business, that really is your entire intention. But in the sense that you want to live your life in the most profitable 
uh, effective way, mm -hmm. running it like a business. That's right. And we're talking about profit, not just in terms of money, right. although planning your finances is critical. And we're going to talk about that, you know, you know, week next week or at some point we're going to do some talks on planning your finances, but it's about being profitable in your time and in your energy and in your emotions and in all of those different things. And so if you're just joining us now and planning your life as if it's a business kind of sounds mechanical, it actually frees up time and headspace and heart space to do the things that you really enjoy doing or that bring the most meaning to your life. So when you plan your day and you get all the important things looked after, like at a job, then you actually can enjoy time with your kids and not feel guilty because you didn't get anything else done. Same as at work, you can enjoy your lunch break or your vacation knowing that you were productive leading up to that break. And so that's what we're talking about today. So you wanted to get into some specifics? Yeah, let's get some specifics and strategy. I know you went through that this morning. Let's so. get specific, yeah. yeah. So I like to start my day, as I mentioned earlier, um, I actually like to start my day the night before. And so I outline what is it that I'm going to get accomplished? What are the main things that have to happen tomorrow so that when I go to bed, I feel like it was a great day? Um, so it starts the night before. Phil does his lying in bed. He thinks about the day um, and how it went and then what's on the plan for tomorrow. I'm a pen and paper kind of person, so I like to write that down. And so that's what I do the night before, right before I go to bed. Um, and then when I get up in the morning, I get myself in the right headspace. So I get up, have a little bit of water, I go up for a walk. Weather's beautiful, I feel energized and refreshed. And then I think, okay, if the day is really busy and I don't get to exercise, at least I've had a half an hour walk in. And so I've taken care of myself and I've done a little bit of self-care before the kids get up. And then it gets a little bit loud and uh, sometimes... Because it's a priority to you. It's a they, priority. One of your big rocks yeah. is being healthy that's right and looking after yourself so yeah. you know what we found is if you know for for us as a couple if we don't take care of our personal big rocks you know right away as in first part of the day the it, the day heats up and things get rolling and circumstance you know peaks it snows in through the door and and smashes through the window we, we and our priorities our big rocks go out the door because emergencies a crisis happens and so you know, in Catherine's instance, six o'clock in the morning, bam, she's out of bed, she's rolling on her walk. And so regardless whether or not uh, she gets her full exercise in that day, she can go to bed and rest easy knowing that, you know what, I got a good uh, 30 minute walk in, I feel good, I feel refreshed, and my day is mm -hmm. kicked off wonderfully. That's right. And I don't use that as my time to do an intense workout. I use it as a time to just breathe and relax, enjoy the scenery, and we live on the ocean, so just enjoy the sounds of the ocean and really get, you know, if you want to call it centered, I'm not a whole lot into that kind of stuff, but if you want to just get focused and feeling relaxed and serene for the day, because I know when I get back home, our little guy is going to be up, and serenity is often out the door <laughs> when that happens. So, so that's the very first thing I do. Then when I get home, I sit down, I shower, I sit down, and then I start to ask myself those questions I had mentioned earlier. Um, what's important today? Uh, who needs me to be focused and on my game today? What's something I can do today to move forward in A, B, and C, whatever my main priorities are? Um, where am I going to schedule in exercise time? Where am I going to schedule in time to meet with Phil about, um, about our business and, and finances and things like that? So I ask those questions. They're all centered around my priorities so that I know 
my head is then in my priorities and not in just the mundane little tiny little tasks that have to get done. They will get done, they always do because they have to. Um, but that my headspace, when I'm most productive in the morning, Phil not so much, uh, first thing in the morning, but for me, as soon as I'm out of bed and moving, that's when I'm most productive. So I put my head uh, and my thinking towards my day and my priorities early in the morning. It just doesn't have to be perfect. You know, Catherine and I are, are two different animals. And, you know, I don't like the term of being uh, locked into, you know, well, you should be a morning person or you're not a morning person. I just don't like it. So I choose to not be. And, and uh, I realize that, you know, your life can't be run on how you feel all the time. But what's worked for me over the years is not getting on my game uh, first thing in the morning. And there's 24 hours in the day. So I choose that part of my day mm -hmm. to not be um, my most productive. My most productive part of the day is, you know, towards the after part of the mid-morning into the early part of the afternoon. Like that's when I, I feel I'm massively energized because you hear a lot of you know different fitness gurus out there get up first thing in the morning four o'clock five o'clock just roll well that ain't me and everyone is different and, and so I think to buy into one way of doing things is you know you could be missing out on a, on a better way that you figure out by taking all those different parts of different gurus like okay I've got this I've got this I've got this now I'm gonna mix mine all up and put it in there and see how it works and so for me the afternoon first part of the morning, no, sorry, the, uh, just after mid-morning towards the, the, the middle of the afternoon is the best time for me to, for my maximum energy to be the kick in it. And just listening to Catherine, she was talking about scheduling time in. Yeah, she also schedules in time for personal time. And, you know, we could all laugh and like, why the heck do you need to schedule in personal time? Well, relationships are important. When you get married to be with someone, it's not the end of building the relationship. It's just the start. That's where the effort kicks in. And, you know, if we were to zero in just on relationships right now, if you plan your relationship and plan different things that you could be doing to enhance your relationship, it's crazy how amazing that it actually can, can be versus if you work to plan anything and just roll on uh, status quo. That's right. People spend way more time planning a one or two week vacation than they do their marriage or their life or their you know their goals and and dreams they they plan more spend more time planning something that's going to be here and gone before you know it and not planning the time with the person that they're going to be with for the rest of their life so yeah you had mentioned you know there's no hard and fast pick one way and that's it i think the one way that you pick is the way that works best for you is is what we're saying so if you're productive in the morning awesome if you're productive in the afternoon awesome just Make sure that you schedule in that productive time the things that are most important and have to get done um, to move yourself forward. Yeah, I think that's yeah. right to a point. Pick the one that's best for you, but then on the other side, look at it. Look at what results are getting produced with the thing that you know we think works best for ourselves. And so, if it's producing the the results that uh, you require or that you're super happy with, then you know stick with it until. You know, maybe there's a certain point in time where you become not excited about those results and you want to amp it up a little bit more, then you might have to just tweak, you know, what whatever you has been your particular mode of operation. Mm -hmm. So after I ask myself those questions, um, 
first thing in the morning. Then I get into slotting things into the calendar. Now I usually do this a day or two in advance, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be slotting in this morning things I'm doing for today. I already did that, but just for this example. So then I would look at, okay, I work part-time. So this afternoon I work from 12 to 3.30 and I block that time off and that's the time I commit to my work. And then I block off um, eight o'clock tonight. I have a coaching client, so I schedule that in. Um, I schedule in maybe a half an hour to read or and or um, do a little bit of exercise. And so that's the personal time Phil's talking about. I schedule that in. I make sure that at least three times a week I do something just for me. So over and above the walk and reading and exercise. So I might schedule in uh, every Saturday I'm going to give myself a facial. Or um, every Tuesday I'm going to jump in the massage chair and have a 20 minute massage. Um, once a week or twice a week, I'm going to um, grab Phil, whisk him away from the house and go across the road and sit on the beach and have a coffee in the morning. And just scheduling in those things that just give you time to breathe and think and reconnect either with yourself or with people that are important to you. And so that's when I get the pencil. I always do it in pencil because sometimes stuff has to move around. Um, and then I start slotting in. My calendar goes, the one I have goes from uh, I think 6 in the morning until... 7.30 at night. That's not quite late enough for me, so I, I added some extra things that happen after 7.30 at night. But it's pen to paper, block it off so it's protected time, whether it's for my employer, or whether it's for my husband and kids, or whether it's just for me. I schedule in that time and block it off and that it's protected and only moves if it absolutely has to move. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated at all. <clears throat> Uh, like I use a combination of paper and my calendar and but my calendar is actually just the calendar like it's taking stuff uh, from a planner for what I want to accomplish into and turning those uh, a few things into tasks and to do's that go into my my calendar and the different uh, apps that I use to you know keep track of what I'm actually doing so it's keeping it simple and, and also having it, it measurable uh, for the things that you want to accomplish but i think at the end of the day the the number one goal here is is what what are your priorities in life and what are those big rocks that are going to go in the glass first and and then from there putting those priorities into your calendar every day or every other day or whatever type of schedule that you want for us we try to maximize putting into our calendar every day our priorities that, that are important to us Absolutely. And I think one of the other key things, especially if you're new to planning um, and it's not something that you've been doing for, for a long time, is building some rewards. So maybe this is a whole new concept for you living according to a calendar. A lot of people don't even use a calendar until they, like, unless they have appointments, like the doctor, they'll, they'll write it on, they have a month at a glance and it's on the fridge and so they write a couple things in there. Pay attention to that because if that's the method you use now and your things that you're scheduling in don't fit in the little square, it's time to get a day timer. So you can schedule a little bit better. But if it's something that's new for you, build in a reward. So let's say you you can schedule and plan and you do it for two weeks and you did awesome, give yourself a little bit of a reward so that it becomes an ingrained habit. Because once you start to learn how to do this, it really does free up so much time. We all only have 24 hours in a day. The people who are the most successful in whatever area, from Mother Teresa to you know uh, Elon Musk, they all have 24 hours in a day, and it's how do we chop that day up 
and schedule it according to what's important to us that will determine how successful we become. And so reward yourself if you're just getting on the path to scheduling your day and taking control of your life because it is something to be celebrated when you can go through two weeks or a week or a month or however long it is scheduled on top of your game, organized, and you'd be amazed how much free time you actually have. So I would say organize, get to work like we're talking about, stick to the schedule. Doing the schedule is one thing, sticking to the schedule is another thing. Um, and then track things. So how well did you do adhering to the schedule you set up? Um, how well are you doing towards your goals? So track some of those details because what you track and measure is what is you're going to improve in. So just to wrap this all up today, um, get yourself a day timer, figure out what's important to you and slot that in first so that you make sure that your priorities are looked after uh, throughout the day. And I had mentioned earlier, your days are just, you know, they add up to a lifetime. And so if you're organized and productive and effective in your daytime, living a life of priorities that are your priorities, not somebody else's, you'll be amazed with how far you can go. So get organized, get to work, track some things, and whatever change you're looking to make can happen very quickly. So we thank you for um, hanging out with us today. It's been great sharing with you. If you found this of value, please share it uh, with your friends. And uh, if you know us personally or are getting some value out of these talks, please go to our Facebook page and leave us a recommendation. We sure would appreciate it. Have yourselves a great day, a great organized day, and we'll see you next time. All right, see you later.